Broads, this episode is brought to you by StoryWorth. Listen, dads are hard to shop for. Never know what to get them. And I want to get them something really special. And with Father's Day around the corner, there's no better time to get a little sentimental with the important guys in your life than with StoryWorth. Oh my God, I'm so excited because last year for Father's Day, I got both my father-in-law and my dad's StoryWorth, which means... The year's almost up, which means I'm going to get the books from them soon with all of oh their stories. Oh, my God. That's so special. Okay, so StoryWorth is an online service that helps every father figure in your life share stories, memories, and personal thoughts. In short, StoryWorth will send a different prompt each week for a whole year, and at the end of the year, they will compile all of the stories into one meaningful book like Becca was talking get. about. This is a gift that your dad will enjoy now and for so many years to come. And for everyone else in their lives, too. I just think StoryWorth's so cool. Mm-hmm. Give your dad the most meaningful gift this Father's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shopping required by going to storyworth.com slash chatty. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash chatty for $10 off. Broads, today's podcast is brought to you by my latest obsession, Happy Dance, a premium CBD skincare from Kristen Bell. Yes, that Kristen Bell. It's the famous CBD out here, baby. <laughs> Actress, mom, and do-it-aller, Kristen Bell created co-created Happy Dance to help everyone make the soothing benefits of CBD skincare a daily part of their routine. And whether you've tried CBD products before or if you're already a huge fan, Happy Dance is different, and Jess is going to tell you why. Happy Dance products are made with only the highest quality CBD and premium ingredients. They've got a whipped CBD body butter, an ultra-calming CBD bath bomb, and my personal favorite, a multi-purpose CBD coconut melt. Broads, using Happy Dance is my new way to have a me moment when I rub it on my bod. It just makes me feel like everything is going to be okay, and we could all use that right now. Mm, agree. Get 15% off your first happy dance order by going to doahappydance.com slash chatty. That's 15% off your first order of happy dance CBD skincare at doahappydance.com slash chatty. That's such a cute name. I love it. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. How are you today, bro? I have only two speeds now. I only have good morning, like I know, or hello, Hello, Mrs. Doubtfire. Like I mean, Ty Pennington or Mrs. Doubtfire. I feel like there's only there's really only two ways to start a podcast. It's either Mm. like hype city, Mm. or you're kind of like, hey, hey, everybody. That just feels wrong. I know. I know. I feel like a lot of podcasts start organically, which I do like that too. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, normally the way that what you and I start talking about beforehand wouldn't make any sense to what's going on. Or it's like very private. (laughs) Or it's extremely (laughs) private. Or about tea in our own personal (laughs) lives. Just like, listen, I'm willing to get vulnerable, but sometimes Uh, conversations that I have with my parents shouldn't be put, (laughs) you know, if I want to get invited back. Yeah, the organic intro would be like, oh my God, so can you believe that? Sarah said that to me? Dude, so fucked up. Can anyway, you hey, hey, bras. <laughs> hey, bras. Oh, I mean, we did our, we had our bachelorette uh, recap we did. on Tuesday, but um, how have you been? I saw that your, your hubby was LARPing. This was the weekend of LARPing. Oh. Did that turn you on? So if you don't know, by the way, Gray was dressed up as an ogre. You can see it on my, on my Instagram. It's a reel. It's pretty good. He really committed to the role. Your reel made my 
made my week like for this week because I had been I went off the gram for like yeah you know 48 72 hours ish and I went back on and I was like how in God's name did I miss this of all weekends that I take off the bachelor party oh my god I couldn't handle it it was you know I wouldn't say it turned me on but it was more like I was like proud I was like oh out of all the eight there was 18 of those guys on a 40 acre plot in Big Bear that is well, okay, that's a first of all a large bit of land, yeah. and then but a lot of people too. That's yeah. a lot of LARPers. That's a lot of friends for to invite to a bachelor party. Like, can you come <laughs> up with eighteen people? I don't know if I could. Honestly, I, could, I mean, here's the truth of the matter: I have like maybe three really close right. friends, and then you have all the the the, the friends, and, and then the- I could invite the friends that, but the friends that also add. You know, the stress friends where you're like, I don't know if these people are going to get along. And so is it yeah. worth the anxiety to invite these I people? I don't like hosting for that reason because oh. I'm just like, I hope no one feels left out or one or two people don't know anyone. And then I have to hang out with them. And- I don't even like to have to host a bonfire at our house mm. because I get so nervous. Like Evan is the king of like, let's invite everybody over and have a bonfire. And I'm always like, what if it gets awkward? And then I'm the one who has to stay here. I like to bounce around in peace when I want to peace. Mm, not to mention you, there's no, like I said, there's no pressure. Cause if you're, if you're the host, then you have to make sh- like, if there's someone that's a little lonely or isn't getting along, I you know. have to like talk to them. I already feel that pressure when I'm like sure, at a public. Absolutely. If I go to, if I go to a restaurant and I see someone <laughs> sitting by themselves, I'm a little bit like, are you good? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, should we go talk to them? I literally did that the other day when I was with two friends. There was a girl sitting by herself. She looked sad at a restaurant. And I'm like, I have to go talk to her. And my friends were like, we haven't seen you for a minute. And I'm like, I just feel like I have to. Okay, doesn't that like, it's kind of the good thing, but then also doesn't sort of make it worse because then that person knows that you're noticing them being alone. I know. I I I had the internal battle. (laughs) I had the internal battle. Right, you have to use your intuition. I'm like, like, I don't want to go up to this person and make them feel shamed. Hey, just so you know, you seem like (laughs) white and really sad. (laughs) You seem so sad. So I legit just sat in my seat with my other girlfriends and I tried to get eye contact with her for as long as possible (laughs) until she finally made eye contact with me. And then I saw there were tears in her eyes. (gasps) So I went and talked to her. Spill the tea. She was having a fight with her boyfriend. Okay. Her fiance, excuse me, having a fight with her fiance and, um, where were you? <laughs> I was in Palm Springs. I guess this is like two weekends and ago. And why was she? She was by herself at the restaurant. No, she was. Her girlfriends were also there with her, but they kind of ditched her because she wasn't being a good time. Oh yeah, because her and her boyfriend were fighting. Now, now that yeah yeah. <laughs> now they, I had a combined mm-hmm. feelings about this mm-hmm. because on one hand I go, how fucking dare these girls leave you in the dust? Da 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 da. Sure. But on the other hand, I've been in situations before where you do have the friend who always has an eternal problem and you're like i need boundaries and we're on this getaway for the first time in however long you and your toxic boyfriend are always fighting yeah and i'm not gonna sit around and deal with this for my bachelorette party exactly exactly so i oh my gosh i'm so sorry boris is literally losing his mind okay sorry i put boris away he was just trying to protect people from breaking in that's sweet aka the delivery man <laughs> um no but yeah it's 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 but then yeah there's that boundaries thing so yeah. i was like i really didn't know you know where yeah i didn't know i couldn't quite gather what right. the vibe was because you i did to one side of the story i yeah. talked to her for a minute yeah um 
And I, yeah, I couldn't quite gauge. Heard about her parents' divorce when she was seven. Heard about, you know. <laughs> a li- it was a little bit that yeah. energy. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily, the uh, the BF called, excuse me, the fiance called yeah. like 10 minutes into the conversation. She was like, I have to get this and like ran off. And it was like a whole thing. I'm it was like an open air restaurant, you know, where you can like go in and out because it was like at the hotel or whatever. I'm but. sorry. Is this going to be insensitive? But like if I'm on a weekend trip with my girls mm-hmm. and even if Gray and I have a serious fight, you know what you do? I'm sorry. You know what you do? You, you go. Fake it. <laughs> you go. You, yeah, you fake it and you text him furiously in the bathroom in between drinks. Um, no, you gotta set a boundary with your partner and be like, "We're gonna deal with this when we get home." This yeah. is about Sarah this weekend. Sarah's Absolutely. my fill name. Absolutely, I, I'll talk to you when we get home. Sorry, and you shut off your phone. And you fucking throw back some martinis mm-hmm. and have a good time. Yeah, the, I'm honestly, I, up. I completely agree with you. And that is the mature thing to do. And the fight will be there when you get home. Yeah, like oh, truly, it, <laughs> it will. It will be there. And I also think it's kind of. It's kind of a power move to just be like, we can't talk about this right now. Like, this is a boundary. And, yeah. you know, I and even if, you know, let's just say it's your boyfriend or your partner and you're like, he's the one who's in the wrong and yeah. I'm mad at him. Like, like a, a way to take care of yourself is to honestly be like, ignore that asshole and all his assholery and enjoy your friends. Yeah. And of course I get it. Like have a moment. I, once I yeah. got broken up with right before, like, you know, hanging out with friends. So everyone's oh, like cry and do that. But then you're like, put the phone away. I've also been on been in situations where I did have to last minute be like I can't go on the trip. Yeah, you know because you're like oh there's something There's came a lot up going on and I'm just and I am going to be a bummer like I can't yeah. I do not want to show up and be the one to drag everybody down in their good time or get ditched or yeah, yeah whatever yeah but um yeah it's it's I couldn't quite tell but I and now this is this is my own problem that I could yeah. not I couldn't let it go uh, I was just like. I couldn't let it go. I could not talk to her. As soon as I see someone with yeah. like tears in their eyes sitting That's by so themselves. But again, you know, I a part of it might be sweet. Part of it might also be like my control, like mm. whatever. Codependency. Perhaps. Yeah. Like this person, I was just like, but she needs me. I was imagining it being something like she got a devastating call from her family and she's on this like vacation. Yeah. I mean, it or, means a lot to a person to, to see a stranger reach out to them and care about them. So, but then as, I, but then as soon as I sat and kind of got the energy, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not quite sure about this one. I might and have gotten myself opened these gates. into quite a pickle. <laughs> I've done that too at a party where I go talk to the person who's standing alone and then before you know it, you're like, I can't get out and you're sitting in the corner and like, Mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. I think you and and I both have both the gift and a curse to be able to make anything into a conversation with anyone. Yes. It can be a beautiful thing (laughs) and it can be a nightmare. And when I say nightmare, I mean bathroom. Or a party and getting cornered. Because sometimes at the end of the day, you know, it's good to be a, a good friend. But sometimes you need to go out and have hey, a good self-care. time bopping around. That, that That is self-care to me. There is no greater form of self-care to me than putting on a cute outfit and going out and having superficial conversations with 17 different types of people well, where I just my energy is going up that helps my well that bottom helps line is doing feel, what you want to do and yeah. if you're stuck in a conversation with someone you don't want to talk to that's not doing what you want to do yeah. that's yeah. that's that's releasing emotional energy 
to someone else. And I truly believe that LA, because where we live is, um, there's a lot of fake people here. There's a lot of people who use each other to climb a social ladder. So I think as soon as maybe some people identify someone that they that is authentic actually is like oh how like (sighs) really looks at them and says how are you and isn't just trying to jump to the most famous person in a room or whatever um sometimes people will have a tendency to trauma dump i got into some toxic kind of like leech ish relationships when i first moved to la it is with a couple it, girls <laughs> it is and i was like oh my gosh new friends in a new city and then yeah. i was like oh my gosh it's, i need to block you from my phone it's tough because it's like like i said i'm sure that these these girls could sense that like oh she's a genuine person who actually doesn't give a shit if i'm like famous or not or like how many you know whatever and then you well, can people get also take advantage of you. That's yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like sometimes not even trauma dumping. Sometimes it's just like, you know, like, oh, my gosh, why don't you come here and do this with me and do this with me and do this with me and like do that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait, wait, wait no, 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 this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Why don't you answer my calls? I thought we we're like besties now. And, <laughs> ma- and, 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 and mama struggles when you put pressure on me. <laughs> That's where I don't. That's where I'm not a good friend. That's where you're like, mm, I'm gonna oh, not no. text you back for like eight hours now. I if if someone is like wanting to me to respond to everything very quickly and wants to hang out with me twenty four seven. If it's like any time that a person needs to do an errand, they like want me to come. I start to get a little panicky oh. because I am a hermit. Other oh than, my god, that was like this friend I moved to first moved to LA. She's like, oh, I have to go run some errands like to the bank, to this and this. Do you like why don't you come with me? I'm like, no. I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> like what doesn't sound fun? I don't want to do that for myself. No, why would like, I want to do that? In with a you? Blue moon, like, you know, if like we have a couple hours Nothing going on. And I'm like, yeah, sure. We'll go you, grab a juice. Sure. Well, like you want to go, yeah, you gotta go grocery shopping. Sure, I'll come with you. We'll chat about what's going on. But I'm like, but like if I'm like, I just saw you all day yesterday and now you want to like run errands with me. Ooh. Ooh, I don't do good with a clinger. <laughs> I don't do well. Me neither. That's when I start to do mean things myself, right? I'm like, and I just I might block you. I just yeah. I I just get very I shouldn't say ghosty. Uh no. But I, I yeah. make myself unavailable. <laughs> I truly do. Well, and it is kind of ghosty. I do it too, where it's like Maybe don't text you back for like, yeah, eight or nine hours intentionally. I I should say this. I become ghosty now as a mother and uh, wife. Before I was married and had a kid, what I would do. Oh, my God. This is the worst thing ever. It's okay. What I would do is I would, because I was so concerned with people pleasing, is that I would just literally do anything the person wanted And so when the person was like, we need to run all these errands together and calling me every five seconds, I would answer the call. Mm. I would go on all the uh, errands Mm. and I would resent the shit out of the person. Mm. Until the point where you can't handle it anymore. Until I would explode. Yeah. Yeah. I'd explode. And And it would be like the poor person would have no idea because I would not be communicating that I was miserable in this relationship and feeling like, you know, they just would, they thought that I was good. And I would just be like, resent the person be like can you believe this person it's like of course you're not saying anything otherwise so what i used to do and you know what i've gotten a lot better now i just don't even get into these kind of friendships with people anymore but 
what I what I did is I would do like the gradual slip away where it'd be like, you know, yeah. you start only responding to every other thing and then you start only get you make excuses so you can only hang out once every three times they invite you. Yeah. Then once every four times. And then eventually, you know, they, maybe they give up. But then I had someone call me and I had to tell her, like, I just think we're different people going in different directions. And then she was but then she I've talked about this on the podcast before. I know, but I'm still kind of traumatized from it. She's like, no, but like, we're so similar. And like and she was like trying to fight for our relationship, for our friendship. And <laughs> she I was, was just like, like, I don't want you to fight. No. No. <laughs> No, I, I don't like you. You're like, let me pass. I'm like, please, do you want me to say just I don't like you? So take the hint. What I said, we're going in different directions and I don't think our, our friendship has value to either of us. I feel like we've talked about this before, but I, I do. I do think that sometimes the kind, very slow ghost, and I shouldn't say ghost, the slow the gradual pullback. The gradual pullback is not a bad way sometimes to handle it because people sometimes have done it to me. And I'm like, oh, I get it, and I got it, and I was like, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. But you know what? What I what honestly I wouldn't have wanted. It would have hurt if like it would have been more <gasps> painful if the person would have looked at me and been like, I just don't like you anymore. Like with the gradual pullback, I took the hint and then I just stopped. Yeah, but then some people don't take the hint and then you're also projecting what you like onto yeah. other people and like making assumptions about what might be best <sighs> for them, which is not r- quite right. I know. Anyway, but we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to get into some juicy confessions because yes. the boys tried to do it like last week or the week before, but they got into like three. They, I think they talked about three of them legitimately. Well, they did, you know, they got into LARPing, they got into A-Rod. They had a great conversation. They had a great conversation. But um, we're going to actually do But we have to actually talk about the confessions because you broads, you put these confessions out there and they're, they're fantastic. So we got to actually like, you know, yep. converse about about the confessions before we converse about the confessions a word we, uh, from our sponsors a word from our sponsors broads i believe the entire process of researching buying and drinking wine should be enjoyable keywords should be but tell me why every time i waltz into a local grocery store wines aisle to pick up something for a nice dinner or game night with my friends i freeze i want so badly to enjoy the process of finding the best wine to drink but i have to be honest I couldn't tell you the difference between a Shiraz or a Syrah or whatever if my life depended on it. That sounds like the hottest new pop artist. Shiraz or Syrah. (laughs) I used to be the exact same way. Because in my world, wine was either red, white, or Mm rosé. Or with bubbles in it. (laughs) Or the bubbles. And that was as in-depth as my knowledge went. But then I discovered First Leaf Wine Club. Oh, baby. And Wow Broads. There's so much more to know and love about wine because First Leaf is a fully customizable wine club that sends premium boxes of wine that are specifically curated to you and your taste right to your door each month. Their algorithm is designed to help you hone in on your palate and then suggest wines to you that you're guaranteed to love. And then you can sound smart when you're when you're sipping on, so, your, on your vino. So true. And right off the bat, I learned so much about different wines and grape varietals from First Leaf. Um, I've already been introduced to so many new types of wine that I would have never picked up at the store. And now they're some of my favorites. I honestly did not think I was ever going to be a red wine drinker. Mm. ever that was like a hard no for mm. me but turns out i had just been drinking the wrong types of reds and now first leaf has introduced me to the reds that are nice for my palate and i am loving them look at me i have variety in my life wow celebrate thank you first leaf save time money and stress with first leaf the wine club designed with you in mind join today you're gonna get six bottles of wine for 29.95 <sighs> and free shipping just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty 
six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That and these are nice wines. I mean, what a deal. What a deal. Uh, Broads, let's get real for a second. Okay, the products and ingredients you use on your body do matter. One more time for the people in the back. Products matter. Okay, do they have to be expensive? No. Should they be made with natural good for you ingredients and actually work? Yes. yes. Uh, there's an obvious choice when it comes to picking products for a clean hygiene routine, and that is Native. There is a good chance you've heard us talk about Native Natural deodorant before, and that's for good reason. It's the best. Not only does it keep you smelling fresh all day, but it's aluminum free and made with wholesome ingredients that you're familiar with, which is really the way that it should be when you're putting things in and on your body. Am I right? Mm-hmm. But broads, natural deodorant is just a small portion of what Native has to offer because, in fact, Native is on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine and they've got you covered with body wash, toothpaste and their newest product, SPF. Oh, I will preach until the day I die that SPF is your best friend when it comes to taking care of your skin you should be wearing it all the time Uh, and with Natives SPF I might just have a new favorite their broad spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen is extremely lightweight it absorbs quickly and can be used for your face or your body preferably both Um, the coconut pineapple scent Mm. is the epitome of summer it is summertime bliss Um, but also if unscented is more your style they've got that too they've got it all Stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. Native Do. All right. <laughs> Should we get into some of these broad anonymous yes. confessions? So ah. I specifically, there was a whole list that we procured Already, mm-hmm. I also asked people on my Instagram for love their specific that. sex-related confessions, which is always fun. We love those. I am in the mood for some sexy, sexy sex It's always fun. Even though we're talking about, like, the same five things, who gives a fuck? It's still fun. I also, too, like, I'm sorry, it's summertime now, and I am ready to get weird and wild. Like, I am feeling it in my bones. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ovulating. So, well, I actually, hopefully, I'm not ovulating because I'm on birth control, but... It feels mm-hmm. like I am right now. Okay. And that's that's always the time. Yeah. I always am all sorts of horned up, fall in love with anybody I see when I'm ovulating. After yesterday, after we were just doing the, the talking about all the men on The Bachelorette, I was like, ooh, I'm feeling some type of way for the rest <laughs> of the day. And I'm like, talking about know, these fucking like, freaks on The Bachelorette. I was like, should I slide into some DM? You always know, you always know that you're like, that it's like that time of time of the month when you're like driving down the street and you're like trying to like like glance and make eyes at the person like in the car next to you and you're like what the fuck am I doing and then the rest of the time in the month I'm just like Becca nothing I can oh my god <laughs> literally the look over I did it yesterday <laughs> oh my god are we synced I up li- we are fully synced up <laughs> I did it yesterday I was driving and I just felt <laughs> that face and I was just like and I kind of did a little like push my hair back to make sure I caught like, you know, and I turned in just pure hopes that it was just someone gorgeous. And it was just this like weird old man looking at me like this. And I'm like, but I'm also like, hello. Straight up. <laughs> straight up. Straight up. I did the same thing. A guy, a guy who was walking down the street with like his earphones in. And he, I was just like, wow, look at what he's just strutting confidently down the sidewalk. And I was just at the stoplight like, you're just like he didn't notice me but how dare he i know i like i am in such an ovulating place right now (laughs) that last night i watched the most recent episode of handmaid's tale 
And the guy who plays Nick on Handmaid's Tale can absolutely get it. He... Well, you know where we're at because we were just going on and on about Christian yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. But Nick, Nick, Nick from Handmaid's Tale. I don't even know. I can tell you this. I I'll know I know for a fact. That I'm going to think he's ugly? Oh, I don't know if you will find him to be attractive just via photos. Okay. But I can tell you if you watch the show, I know you and you and I would be on the same okay. damn page. Okay. Um, and I was... <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't. He's not one of those guys. It's the energy. It's the energy. I remember when I first saw him, the first episode of the show, I was kind of like, eh. And then the more like that you get to know him and the episode from last night's Handmaid's Tale, there was a moment that was so romantic and so like emotional and, and to me hot because I'm ovulating mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I then that I then saw on Dumois that he lives, the actual actor lives in Silver Lake near where I live. And I considered like going to Silver Lake and like driving by the (laughs) coffee place that he was spotted at and just being like, should I just wait? And I told Evan, I'm like, I feel like maybe it's my long lost love. Yeah. And I should just be like sitting outside this coffee shop and wait for him. And Evan's just like, don't you think half of America thinks (laughs) about it? And I was like, and <laughs> but things are different with us. Okay, you understand, sir. I always know I'm ovulating when um I'm like that. I'm like mm, maybe it's time to consider an open relationship, and then the rest of the month I'm like, oh, as if I have the time and energy and even desire to just try to coordinate having sex with someone else. Dear God, it's always it's I I feel I feel you wholeheartedly. Yeah, I in my ovulating time went away with some of our old high school friends this mm. past weekend to Palm Springs. And you know, your girl over here was like foursome lecturing. No, definitely not. <laughs> God bless. Love you guys. Um, but uh, you know, your girl was a lecturing all of them. Cause all of them have been married like us since mm-hmm. we were. And I was mm-hmm. literally cornering all of them and being like, do you think that you have a healthy relationship right now? Like, can I talk to you about non-monogamy? And I was just, I was like preaching <laughs> I love that weekend. because and you know I was I was also like I'm watching some of my old friends relationships kind of fall apart in certain mm-hmm. ways and I think that there's a lot of people again who have the desire for non-monogamy but haven't felt free to talk openly about it because they're coming from purity culture and the church culture and mm-hmm. all that so I was I made it my destiny this weekend to have comfortable conversations with the people that I knew had kind of been thinking about it and internalizing it. I love that. But it was a definitely, my level of passion was coming from ovulating. Yeah. And your defensiveness, you're just like, there's yeah. no. <laughs> it, was, it was getting, there were, at one point, there was a jacuzzi moment that was like, I need to calm down. <laughs> it was, I literally, like, I would have should have had a podium in front of you me. You and I would have been unstoppable. Oh, it would have been, if you would have been there. That wouldn't have been bad. They probably wouldn't have wanted to go on another weekend getaway with you guys. No, probably not. <laughs> we would have been too much. <laughs> they would have been like, what have you involved yourself? Well, it's just like you can make your relationship whatever you want. And isn't yeah. that amazing? That's what I was saying. And I was literally like, I'm like, you know, it's like if you're so happy in a monogamous relationship, that's amazing. But like there are things about a non-monogamy and talking about the jealousy, even if you're yeah. just exploring that. And yeah. I was just I was preaching Love and I was that. I was on one. So I apologize if you were with me and it was too much, but I feel like they enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean it's good to hear different <laughs> perspectives. 
I'm going to tell myself it's good to be right. That they enjoyed it. <laughs> it's good. To, it's good to be right, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay, I have a really good one to start yes, out with. Let's dive just in. Just because it's ah! this is just hilarious and such a nightmare to me. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> My first night living in a new city, I took home a guy twice my age who had been buying me drinks all night. Mm. He was having trouble getting hard, so he started begging me to pee on him, and he said that would help. Okay. I kicked the dude out of my apartment only to find out he lived next door. Oh. <laughs> my God. I thought this was just a pee story, and I was like, okay, I get a lot of those. No, she kicked him out, and he lived next door. Oh, my God. Dude, that's worst case scenario. Can Especially you if you're like, if, if it's like a no, get get the fuck out of here. Like I'm, I don't want to pee on you. Oh my god! Imagine the anxiety every day having to get your mail, having to you know, I almost said pick up the newspaper. <laughs> that's something people do. Having to walk out to your car. Anything. Also, also then maybe the anxiety on his end being like, I don't want my pee kink shared and shamed, and like worrying that she might pass it along. She's just putting posting flyers throughout the neighborhood. <laughs> Apartment 1401 wants people to pee on him. Now, what a tragic situation that the hookup didn't go well. I know. Because I know. I know. If you have fantasy. a fun little fuck buddy who lives in the apartment with you where there's like no emotions. I've dreamed attached, of that. That's it's a, it's never, a dream. Never happened. Do you know one of our friends had that situation? <sighs> And she would tell me the best stories ever. Like we would be, and it was truly just friends and lived right by. I mean, ama- how amazing! Nothing n- on on either of their parts. <sighs> no emotional strings attached. One hundred percent just sex. Both of them ended up getting into a relationship and while they were, like, they were living. In like, oh my god, great! For, good for you, amazing. But like, he happened to have like the penthouse apartment at the top, so she would just like you know when she was feeling it. Like we would go out for drinks. And she'd be like, I think how I'm, perfect. Yeah. And then she'd be like, I think I'm going to text such and such. And because he lived in the apartment, she could text him at like two in the morning and be like, I'm coming back. Like, are you awake? And if he was awake and not with anybody else, he'd be like, yeah, I'm um, I'm down. Come on up. And they she would literally go up. Would they spend the night at each other's apartments or would they just go no, back? No, they their would own? just go back down to their own apartments. Wow. It was it wasn't romantic at all. And yeah. it wasn't like and they weren't even like friends. She said, I think the longest that she ever stayed in his apartment, like after sex was like maybe an hour afterwards or like they had a drink and kind of like laughed about some stuff. And then she just went back down. It I, was purely sex. I feel like I'm I, I feel like I'm so bad at that because I have a, such an active imagination. I feel like mm. whenever I hook up with someone, I kind of just realized that's what it is. I start imagining like how amazing it would be if we were in this like relationship and lived in the same yeah. apartment and like, It'd be like you know, friends. Did this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's my problem. So then, like sometimes, and yes, and then I try to make something happen that yeah. I know deep down like isn't going to work. Yeah. But my imagination and my fantasizing about mm-hmm. like all these wonderful like movie like scenarios start bubbling up. <sighs> I, I, I am feel such that. a sucker for like a movie like scenario date. You're you know, you are always surprisingly more romantic than I think you're going to oh, be. Very much so. Because you're very um like like blunt. Uh-huh. So it's sometimes in my head, I'm like, oh, I feel like Becca would be the type that it kind of be like, ah, you know, we could have sex and we're good. And da, da, da. But you are you are very I'm much so like fantastical. Yes. For me, it's all about the scenarios and situations. I like I yes. like stories. Your life is a movie, baby. Yeah. <laughs> life is a movie and I'm a star. I'm the star. So 
<laughs> I think I've told you right about like the best first date I ever went on. I think so, but refresh me. Okay, I'll just tell it again because it's my favorite. Because again, it's a story. It's a story. Okay, I, I feel like I remember a little piece of it, but I want to hear the okay, whole thing. Okay, okay. Take okay. me on the journey. Okay. I just love telling about it. So me and this guy, actually, I went with one of those toxic people I first met in Hollywood when I first met to LA. Uh, went to LA. But of course. We went to this party on the tallest building, the opening of the tallest building in Los Angeles in downtown, the Chase building. Mm-hmm. And we went to the very top. They had like a little slide. I don't know if you've ever seen it. They have like a slide on the 24th yes. floor. Yes. So this was like the opening of that. And I went and like, ugh, God, all these horrible people mm. who are just ladder climbing. And the exact people you're talking about, just yeah. terrible people. Just networking without ugh, networking. Just horrible yeah. and boring. It's like a, there's, there's in LA, there's like fake parties. Where like, I don't know how else to describe it's, it. Like Kendall Jenner was hosting it, but it was a fake party. There's no other way to describe it but a fake party. No I remember actually the first time I went fun. to one of the fake parties and I was so confused. You're yeah. like, wait, no one's actually having fun. No. Everyone's just pretending like on their social media like they're having fun. Oh, it's full obligation. They have like a beautiful open bar, a beautiful like flower making station. Maybe even like a little red carpet thing. And and you literally walk in. No one's barely talking to anybody. You take weird instagram selfies yeah. and then you leave and yeah. you go somewhere else and it's yeah. bizarre yeah and there's an open bar and everything and music yeah like you said like i think travis scott performed like it was like a whole thing but it was no not fun drinking from the open bar have you noticed this it's odd and i'm always like well I, there's always a couple of people that are and then they're like oh well that's God. me because i'm such a cheap ass that i'm just oh, yeah. like oh if it's an open bar like, that i, I, I feel kidding? like i feel obligated how broke i was at that yeah. point yeah 100%. i'm like an, an open smoothie bar the morning parties those were always fun <sighs> i never went to one of those too lazy for those but I mean, they were boring as shit, but free <laughs> smoothies. And I you would do just like a, feel like a fake little <laughs> yoga session that lasts like 15 minutes. No, for real, it would be a five minute yoga session. It'd be like, come join us on our and patio for yoga. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be like that yoga session was literally me being in. What is it? Shavasana yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for 15 minutes. Buzzed. I was literally just like their bus. <laughs> this doesn't feel like this is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> OK, so it was that fake party. But then the guy that I went with, um, he was he was like a promoter, so he brought like twelve girls with him. You know, it's one of those things. Uh-huh. So then I meet this guy, and he's like actually funny and actually interesting. And we both conveniently like didn't mention that we had you know significant others, mm-hmm. but we didn't kiss or anything like that. But then he and his friend, just the two of them, like took me out to some other bars at the end. They're like, let's get out of here. This is boring. Like, so we went to some other bars. We split an Uber, but we both went back to our own apartments with our own. Okay, didn't exchange numbers or anything. Then a year later. I liked a year later. A year later, I had followed him on my Instagram, but he hadn't followed me. Okay, whatever. A year later, I liked one of his photos, and he instantly messages me and like, "Oh my god!" Like I've been thinking of you, and I couldn't remember what your name was. And so we start messaging on Instagram and like kind of flirting, sexting back and forth. He's like, one day I'm driving like home from my nanny job or something. He's like, "Why don't you just like come over?" I'm like. And my heart, of course, is like racing. I'm like, oh, God, I don't know if I can do this. My heart's racing. But I'm like, okay, fine. And I honestly, I'm so anxious. I was never one to do this. Like, it's just too much for me. Too much pressure. That's nerve wracking to go just straight to someone's house yeah like that you've never well, hung and the out implication with was we were like immediately gonna have sex and i was just yeah, like yeah especially because you guys have been sexting and stuff I no it's like i don't know oh i'm like i need a week to prepare for this oh, i need God. a week to prepare oh, if you and i've been sexting and the first time we're gonna meet up we're gonna have sex i need to be 
that's very important to me. I need to be feeling fully perfect. Oh my God. If that's just what we're going to do. And not to mention it's so much pressure that I probably won't feel very like comfortable and open because I'm just sure. going to be like, there's too much sure. pressure. So, sure. I, you know, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And so I show up at his house and we start talking and then he's like, you know what? Like, why don't we get lunch? So we don't automatically have sex. I'm like, oh, fine. Oh fine. God, thank Love God. that. Love that. So he takes me in his like old vintage muscle car okay. and we go driving to get lunch. And then he's like, Hey, I just brought, bought this piece of property on top of this hill. Like let's drive up to it. So we drive up oh to the God, top of this Richie? hill. Nah, it was like a really cheap plot of land that he had like dreams of one day building a house on type okay. thing. It was like a $50,000 okay. plot of land. I mean, he, he got a loan on it. He like begged the guy. if he I could like, like to make think him... that it wasn't actually his piece of property, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even better. So he takes me to the top of the property. We're looking out over the city. We're eating lunch. Then we see this old abandoned house. Then he's like, and he, I was like, he's like, I always like wonder what's up with that house. And I'm like, let's go check it out. So we drive through this windy thing in his old car up to the house. We break into it. I suck his dick in one of the rooms. It's amazing. Mm. Well, not really, but it was fun. Um, we're like, yeah, we, we started making out of the house. So yeah, then we did our little sexual thing. Then we come out of the house and it's surrounded by cops. And then we almost get arrested. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, and and then he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. We we're just having fun, just like exploring the house. They let us go. We find, we see on one of the other little hills, this is like in East LA, you know, where there's all those like little yes. rolling hills with houses. Yes. We see a house with a trampoline. The trampoline's like kind of far away from the house. So we go and jump on the trampoline and then we lay on it, like looking up at the sunset and we both fall asleep on the trampoline, just cuddling on the trampoline. And then... For like 30 minutes. And then we wake up and we're like, oh my God, I can't believe you just napped on that trampoline. And then we went back to his house and we had sex again. And he was like, oh, please like hang out with me tonight. I'm going over to my friend's house. And I was just like, no, I can't. I have plans. And I left. And that was, that was our first date though. I mean, now I remember the the dick suck yes. in the abandoned house. This is a perfect first date. There's, <gasps> there's no first date that gets better than that. No. The, 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 the playfulness and the adventure of that. Like childhood. The only not. way that it could get better is literally if it was just completely different. Like if it was like right. a, oh, my fantasy is to have some fucking baller ass dude pick me up on a private jet. Yes. And then that's a different, but that doesn't feel rom as romantic. Right? It was like a movie. Like, yeah. like a the, the rich shit is more like, oh, this is a crazy story to tell my friends. That is pure romance. That is an indie rom-com. Like true romance, actually. Yes. If you've seen that movie. Yes. It's that kind of like that music playing in the background and the wind's blowing in that your is hair like, in the car. That is like your meeting. That is the energy of not you're meeting your forever love, but you are meeting the most passionate love of your life. The like, sex wasn't that good, but... But, like, that's that energy, right? Yeah. Where it's kind of yeah. like, that's that's the person in the movie. It won't be the person you end up with, but it's the person that you never stop thinking about. And he's the one that beautiful about. babed me. He was, he was the beautiful babe one, too, you know? Wow. That's a, that's a, a pretty intense date for a beautiful babe. Yeah. Well, later on, how, he did, like... How, much, how many other times did you guys go out? Well, so then I went on The Bachelor... Mm. And um, he, w I feel like I've talked about him a lot. Who cares, Eric? If you think of me, I think of you too. Sometimes <laughs> only because of our romantic first date. Um, I just love it. I pine for he's you. Such fun, he's such a fun story. And he was also a really fun person. But yeah, but we love those people. But he was the one I hooked up right before going on The Bachelor. Mm. Okay, okay. And then I got back, and then is he the one that you called right after The Bachelor? No, no. no I called all my ex boyfriends and started, and hooked up with them after The Bachelor. Love it. Um. No, I, I mean, he was, he just, I don't know, wasn't 
I felt like the chemistry was, I don't know. But regardless, super fun person. And he was the one that I would, yeah, that I would definitely like hit up. So we like hung out like a handful of times, but I feel like I accidentally put like the power move in his court. Cause one night when he was like drunk at like 2am, he invited me over and I drove from mid city to Lincoln Heights, which was like 45 minutes at like two in the morning. And then I was like, God, I made myself look so desperate then that I feel like he was like less into me because he could kind of like dick me around, you know? Mm-hmm. So then after The Bachelor, actually, oh, we spent all, I forgot about this. We spent all New Year's Day together. And then he watched my my episode of The Bachelor that night and then like text me this like drunken text at one in the morning where he was like, oh, I wonder if I still have it. You want me to read it? You want me to read it? Yes, please, yes, please, yes, please. Oh my God. I love when we start reading old texts and DMs. <laughs> Thank you for humoring me. This is so fun. Are you I kidding me? I, I live for this shit. Okay, 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 okay. My heart's racing. Again, ovulation pounding through my body. Right? It's so fun. Just yes. So fun. Okay. See, see, he was just text me text like sub tonight. Like, ugh, gross. Oh my God, you have still the text. Oh, I don't, I don't delete any text. I have text from like 2016 on my phone. Oh my God. I'm such For a these reasons. Leader. It's very important to me. It is very important. To be able to reference, you yeah, know? Yeah, it, it is important. It is important. And he would just kind of like, I would invite, like I invited him into my birthday party and then he would just kind of like, then he just didn't, he made some excuse for why he couldn't come and mm-hmm, just like, eh. Mm-hmm. Where you were never quite sure. <gasps> look at this, look at this text he sent me. Look at this. I feel like I've read this on the Chatting Broads before. Broads, sorry if I've already done this before. I, really, only I really don't think you have. I don't remember okay. you re- reading a okay. text. Okay. Maybe I'm just forgetting about it because I'm excited. He is. You really stand out on the show. You're going to be a star. And I was like, oh, thanks. I'm happy. So it should be. Congrats. Um, oh, and I sent him a cheesy text. I said, I want you to know I was bummed about getting sent home until I saw your text from while my phone was off. Oh, wait. What did he text me while my phone was off? I don't even remember. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I'm just like, it's going been back. so long. <gasps> <laughs> Every day I don't, he said, every day I don't hear from you, I know you're that much closer to finding love, LOL. He said, every day I didn't hear from you, I was proud. You did good, <laughs> like, about the show. Um, he was like, good job, hot stuff. Okay, so oh, then. Oh, my gosh. The occasional, like, term of endearment. Oh, that okay. melts me. Okay, so, right? Yeah. I know. See, that's the thing. He, when He's mostly an asshole, but they send stuff like that to me. I was just like, huh. The, inca- the occasional, like, um, gorgeous or like beautiful babe, <laughs> beautiful babe. <laughs> oh, also weird ones will bother me. Like one guy will say like sweetheart, and I'm like I will, I will destroy you. No, no, no. And then no, another no. one, like the right person, will be like, um, like will answer the phone, and be like, hey sweetheart, and I'm like, oh, like the person who's been ignoring you that you have a crush on. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> We're in love. Nothing better than being ignored <laughs> and having someone. Yeah, exactly. So so bad. So I was like, um, until I saw your text from while my phone was off, um, and I was like, wow, thank God I'm not engaged because I get to make wonderful memories with people like you. So cheesy. Then listen to what he sent back. Okay. Two thirteen a.m. I'm stoked to read this. Read this. You're an amazing person. You're beautiful and smart and creative, charismatic, funny, fun, athletic, a demon in the sack. I could go oh. on forever. I'm glad I met you. You're special. I'm happy you found a platform that lets the world see that. You're destined for so much more than this. And I'm excited to watch it unfold and even more excited to be some part of that journey. Today was great. Just like every other day I've spent with you. 
this is going to be a big year for you. You have an incredible amount of opportunity ahead of you. I'll be here for support and encouragement. I'll never bring you drama or get in your way. Um, congrats, babe. You nailed it. Is that not the best text ever? I'm like, I don't think I've ever received a text so long from a man ever. <laughs> that was like one of the best texts actually I think I've ever. That's an incredible text message. Yeah, I don't think I've received that nice of a text from my own parents. Uh, like that is. Yeah. And did you just melt? Oh, I melted. How many times did you read it over and over and Probably over again? Probably a million. I love the feeling of when you receive a text that like gives you that feeling in your stomach. I love the feeling of when you wake up the next morning and get to read it again. Oh. You know what I mean? When you oh. just read it over and over and over oh. again and like you like are randomly like sitting and then you open the text again and you're I mean, like, that's <gasps> literally the nicest text I've ever seen. No, that's an incredible life. text. I should frame it. <laughs> Put it over your I still keep all the notes. I have like, I had all these notes that my ex-boyfriend wrote oh, to me yeah. and I definitely keep them. I have them in one of my drawers. Sometimes I need to pick me up. I'm mm. like, I do have the most beautiful eyes. I am the most fun person to hang out with. I have, I definitely have screenshots. They're on my old phone, mm. but I have screenshots of like specific, um, this is by the way, before screenshots where I would literally have to like take like my friend's phone and like take a picture and then like send it to myself. Like oh, take yeah. a picture of my text oh, yeah. message um, of like old texts that like from random guys or exes or whatever that mm. like made me feel all sorts of all sorts of ways. They're nice to reread. They're wonderful. My day's better now. Okay, so let's get into actual enough of uh, my old dead I love, love life. Um, <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, so let's do a break and then. Why don't you pick out a confession or two? Okay. Sounds great to me. Sounds <clears throat> great to me. A word from our sponsors first. A word from our sponsors. Okay. Broads, you know those moments in your day when you just need to zone out, take a break, or reset for 10 minutes. I got into such a bad habit of scrolling social media during these times. And honestly, that's like the least helpful thing I could do for myself. So I was on the hunt uh, for a way to take a break from my work day or pass the time, but in a way that kept my brain engaged. And that's when I found Best Fiends. Best Fiends is the digital puzzle solving game that Let's you zone out without falling down a social media rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Very important for me in my everyday life. Very important. If you like so solving puzzles, like me, this game is for you. There's so much strategy involved, which I love. They add new levels each week. So no matter how much you pick up your phone and play, there's always going to be new things to discover. But on the other end, if you only want to play once a week or once a month, you can do that too. Because with Best Fiends, you get the same engaging experience no matter how much or how little you decide to play. My family was on a little vacation. And honestly, it was so fun because we all had Best Fiends on our phone. And we would have these little competitions with each other. And the loser had to do the dishes. So you know we were taking it very seriously. <laughs> and because Best Fiends doesn't require internet to play, it's also a great thing to have on hand for like example... A car ride, you know, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. If you're a passenger in a long car ride, you know, Evan was driving out to the desert and I was sitting there playing with Best no, Fiends. With no service. With no yeah. service. It was fantastic. Um, Best Fiends comes in handy way more than I ever anticipated. Yeah. And also I like it because I don't spend more time on my phone. I spend time playing games instead of being like on social media. So exactly. I just feel like it's better for my mental health. Yep, exactly. Download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends today for free on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best 
fiends. Broads, let's be honest. Um, you could be the most amazing mother, daughter, wife, employer, manager, son, father, whatever. But everyone needs an escape, a moment to completely let go of your responsibilities, relax, and let your pleasure be the only priority. Speaking of ovulating. I know, speaking of ovulating and us being all sorts of turned on. These moments can be really hard to come by, though. And look, we get that, but I cannot tell you how much better life is when you take a little bit of time for yourself. And if you need a little help prioritizing yourself, you have to try out Dipsy. Oh my God. Dipsy is the coolest app. Mm -hmm. It's an audio app full of everything designed to help you let loose, relax, and get turned on. Mm -hmm. They've got endless amounts of short, sexy stories that are so immersive, it feels like you're actually living in the scenario. If you've ever been a fan of radio theater, me, yes, it's radio theater meets like sexy, sexy. It's so good. And it's amazing. Dipsy releases new content every week. So no matter what you're into, there's new content for you to explore every time you open the app. And if you're just looking for something to help you wind down before bed, Dipsy has a ton of other options for you to explore like wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and even soundscapes. Also for their sexy stories, sometimes they have guest like A-list actors filling in and like oh, yeah. reading in Your these fantasies scenarios. can truly come true. Amazing. Uh, Dipsy's helped me focus on and take care of myself a lot. It's a super simple act. You can give yourself as little as five minutes or 10 times that much if you have the time, honestly. And I've never slept better than when I do uh, one of their soundscapes. And I'm going to tell you something. Talk about falling asleep to pure sensual relaxation when you fall asleep to one of the sensual bedtime stories. Oh You're drifting gosh. off into a sexy, sexy dream sleep. I mean, wowzers. Love it. Love. For listeners in the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash chatty. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash chatty it's like dip in the sea think of it that way i'm mm-hmm. taking a dip in the sea d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash chatty mm-hmm. so okay i have to ask you one thing before you start reading one of the things yes i always see a lot of um confessions about like peen have we talked about that what's your thing with like pee interesting okay i i actually have never been in a um sexual situation where pee was involved me neither i have never been asked to pee on someone and honestly i'm personally offended i feel like do i not give off that vibe (laughs) (laughs) like i'd like to be asked to now it's not my thing but i do like to know that anyone would think i'd be up for anything yes um but no i've never been in that situation um, like I said, it's not a turn on for me, but if someone asked me to, I, it would not be like a hard no. It would kind of just be the circumstance. Yes. Because like, look, I get turned on by what turns someone else on. So exactly. maybe if someone was like going to get rock hard for me, like doing some, some piss play. I don't like saying that. Like, <laughs> it kind of gross me out. That's what people say though. I think really piss play. Yeah, I've I, never heard of that. I feel like that's a thing. Okay. Is that what it is? I, bl- I 100% believe you. 
I trust that makes your knowledge of piss it, play. But that's okay. Um, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not into it. I, or I don't, I'm not with somebody who's into it. But like, yeah, if someone I was in was just like, that was their thing, I could get super into it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that with a lot of people. I, th- I think the only thing for me that would really put a stop on it, if my partner really wanted it, would be the situation, again, that it's in. Like, I'm not looking to pee on a bed or on the ground like like i'd have to be in like a shower situation you know what i could see being hot i could do it in like an outdoor scenario yeah yeah like maybe i could see this being sexy if you're like well you know i'm a little, maybe a little more of a nature gal than you <laughs> just a smidgy <laughs> but i could see it being hot if it's something where you're like peeing in the forest and then some the guy is like sees you and then is like and you're like all like butt naked from like the waist down and then that's kind of yeah. turns into a sexual scenario i've peed on the side of so many houses in my life i'm like if you want to just join <laughs> If you want to just join because the bathroom is too full at this house oh, yeah. party, oh, then yeah. you can just come on. And yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, it would definitely like I need to have a quick washing available for me. So yeah. the idea of being in the shower. What if you were really, really hydrated? Might be better. That's true. But it's yeah, it's not even that it's the the the, the, the diluted versus whatever. It's just more like, you know, I don't love staying wet. And so I don't want the pee to dry on me. Oh, no. And that, oh, no. It's the same way that I feel like after I'm with someone who finishes and if they finish, you know, not in a condom or inside me, if they finish like on my stomach or whatever, it needs to be off immediately. Oh, my. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I'm just saying some people are like down to just, you know, have it (laughs) get all dried (laughs) <laughs> that's the hardest thing in the world to get off though like if you've inadvertently oh done god, that i mean it's super glue oh my yeah. god i'm just i'm getting oh my god I'm getting this is this is, this is a confession have you ever been in a situation where you missed a spot and went out in public oh 100 or like on a piece of clothing accidentally yeah. monica Lewinsky style you know and yeah. it's just like there i've i've done it so many times Ugh. or somehow i like missed it and it's like yeah. on the top oh. of my hand <laughs> or it's like across my chest or all over your mouth <laughs> dripping out of my hair no straight up like i've been yeah like where i've ever gotten come in your eye yeah it is the worst thing in the world i i see i i shouldn't say that it's gotten like the corner and i was (gasps) able to kind of get it out pretty quick i haven't gotten it like proper like in in. well i don't know if anyone's like come in my eye but like (laughs) inadvertently got in my eye and that is you might as well just pour bleach in your eyes it hurts so bad oh my god I don't know why. Now I just am curious. But Do I, it. I, dare you. Okay. Dare you, bitch. But my contacts. <laughs> I never got the, like the face thing. Not that I'm against it, but I'm just like, that's not hot to me. And also like if you're super, super into that, I might like be like, are you like, really into degrading women? Yeah, I don't mind it. But I'm also not like the hair. I mean, that's no, that's a no for me. That's a no with my alopecia. It, you know, <laughs> for me, for me, once you have to cut that shit yeah, out. It's like, like once I wash gum. the hair, like I'm putting dry shampoo <sighs> in because I'm not trying to wash it constantly because of the alopecia, because then more falls out when I wash it. So I'm not looking for you to like do that in my hair. Okay. So I have to say that going through a lot of these confessions, yes. there is a, there is one that is a common theme. It's kind of like a both and, a lot of broads talking about how they um, 
how they, you know, quote unquote, just like constantly follow their ex on social media, even mm. though they're married and happy or whatever. And then the other one is talking about having sex dreams, even though they're in a happy relationship. And I just wanted to say something to free all of you. Okay. If you feel any sort of mm-hmm. any sort mm. of guilt about this, where it feels like it has to be a confession that you make anonymously. Pretty much most people have sex dreams about random people Almost all the never time. never about your partner you you're cannot, actually with. <laughs> you cannot, like, you can't control your sex dreams. Yeah. Like, you cannot control them. Like, do not feel any sort of, you know, guilt or anything. Like, I no, truly, I don't, I can maybe think of one time I've had a sex dream about Evan. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everything, yeah. everyone else is either random my old youth past no straight up like it's like literally like the, an old professor cousin yeah uh-huh uh-huh one of like my my parents friends yeah yeah uh a lot of faceless individuals a mm. lot of kind of just bodies I used uh, to have that a lot nick more. kroll <sighs> what a great dream that was um <laughs> you know just random and then also you still like following up with your ex, even though you're in a happy oh relationship. My God. I've talked about this before. I used to have yeah. sex dreams like for I'm not talking. I'm talking for years about my ex. Oh, but your ex. Or yeah, you dreams have, or sex dreams. But I'm even just talking about like like following on like like checking up on social media. Uh, like I think I think most of us know internally if it's unhealthy, like if it's an obsession, yeah. like we're not talking about that. But like if you are like on a regular basis being like what is this motherfucker up to completely normal i still do it all the time i do it with the people i cared about and i do it with people who i literally went on like two dates with yeah who i just for some reason like it's get fun shits and giggles out of just following on social media yeah you know yeah i think that's normal right i feel like it is yeah i wouldn't read too much into it and i think sometimes like obsessing over it can cause even more issues than just being like a dream is a dream and a dream is always doesn't mean you're secretly unhappy with the person you're with or that you or that you belong with the with the ex that you're having dreams about you know no don't read don't read too much into it so here i know how disturbing it can be of course like literally i'm talking for years i would have dreams about my ex and 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 his girlfriend and sex and like and you're like why am i (laughs) the dreams would be elaborate where it'd be like you know like I'm heartbroken my dream over him and then, mm. or he chooses me over his girlfriend and mm. like mm. can be very confusing. Yeah. I'm about to piss my pants. I'm going to go run go into that. <laughs> okay. So let me read a couple of these. These two I'm going to read kind of together because similar energy. Yeah. Okay. So one says got very drunk in Hawaii on vacation with <laughs> Two best girlfriends and our husbands. I'm trying to find my conver- confessions. Okay. <laughs> okay. So got very drunk in Hawaii on uh, vacation with two best friends and our husbands. Just the girls snuck into the community hot tub and turned it into a foam party with bubble bath and all made out. Never told our oh, husbands. Oh, yeah. I saw this one. I mean, <laughs> I would tell fun. my husbands, though. I'd be like, guess what? We, I mean, I wouldn't be able to resist. I'd just be like, guess what little trouble we got into. I know. I would definitely. I mean, maybe there was, you know, maybe one of the friends did not feel comfortable because maybe one of the husbands she thinks would not handle it so yes. well. Or they wanted to be their little secret. Or my, yeah, that's also kind of hot. Mm-hmm. But like, or my friends, maybe one of these husbands is one of those guys where she knows that if he finds out, he's going to be like, so like can we make this a whole group thing and like is gonna try to then like you know uh 
insert himself in the makeout set yes. where we're like, we don't want you here, good sir. Yeah. This was just for us. Although, look, Grayston, my progressive king, is like, what's the difference from you hooking up with a girl or a guy? Like, for I sure. want, I want Mike, he's like, I want you to ask if it's okay with me before you make out with anyone, girl or man. That's a, yes. that's a sexual boundary, like being crossed in our relationship. Oh, for sure. Well, I, Evan is the exact same well, way. Well, and I feel like, you know, a lot of people are like, it doesn't count because it's a girl, but it's like, exactly. dude, if we think that, that, you know, lesbian relationships, bisexual relationships are legitimate, then why yeah. do we have, you know? Yeah, unless that's communicated with, with right. your partner and of maybe course. and maybe that's why right. they haven't shared because they know that maybe the husband they're cheating because <laughs> you're kind of cheating so that's an interesting one i'd like to hear people's opinions because i know a lot of people it's just like a given that it's like okay for them to make out with girls but i would yeah, be maybe interested how been... many people have had that conversation or haven't or mm-hmm. what they would assume their partner would think and if they would you know yeah i definitely um i know in my relationship it's definitely uh something that he would consider cheating because it is interesting how much we fetishize like lesbian relationships where like mm-hmm. if you were <laughs> if gray and evan were casually like yeah we made out when we were drunk <laughs> at the bar you and i would be like what <laughs> but so, it's you know it's yeah, like, you know, something right. about society we where fetishize, people would be like yeah. oh my god whereas me and you if we made out people are like oh my god queens that's very true something to think about mm-hmm. something very to true. think about um also the next one is I had a threesome with my BFF and her BF. It ruined our friendship and their relationship. And what that says, what that says to me, and I could be wrong on this one, but my, my guess is that maybe your best friend ended up finding out that her boyfriend had the hots for you. And it went beyond a, consensual threesome encounter and that he potentially after the threesome happened was wanting to bring it up a lot and wanting to like that's my guess i think also like uh i think i told you this about the one time where i had my little group sex situation with my ex yeah i think there's sometimes something that people can't articulate after seeing their partner have sex with someone else or whatever that sure um that is difficult to articulate. Like, I think that it ultimately led to us breaking up within a week for whatever reason. And wasn't, I had no issue with it, but there was something like, I remember the next day, like he like cried about something mm, randomly. And I yeah. was like, Whoa, like it, it, it was, it, it was, just brought up a lot of emotions. Yeah. For and sure. I think sometimes it can be just like very, people don't realize what's going to come up until yeah. it happens. Yeah, no, that's very true. I just, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I'm personalizing this, but I just feel like she might not have ever been able to get the image of like her partner having sex with her friend out. Yeah. And if he was, and if he was maybe frequently bringing it up to, let's just say, I'm just, okay. I had a situation (laughs) once. (laughs) Bill, I'm like, okay. I had a situation once where, um, I was living with a friend of mine. Yeah. And she started dating this guy and it was like, I was always hanging out with them. Yeah. Like I was always third wheeling it. I yeah. was always around. Yeah. Um, and I think she considered me like, like safe. Right. So she tended to be a kind of jealous person, but mm-hmm. I was a little bit of like a safe place. Cause I've known her for forever and mm-hmm. she was one of my best friends and she knows I would never do anything weird. Um, I don't know how she felt about her boyfriend, but whatever. 
Uh, one day I went away for the weekend to go stay with my parents and visit them. And I came home and something was different. She was being really weird with me. He was being kind of cold with me. And I ended up finding like a day or two later, this book that was like a game book that they had where you filled in answers. And one of the questions was, who, which one of my friends are you most sexually attracted to? And he had written in my name. So it like, it fucked up everything. And we didn't even have a damn threesome, which by the way, I would have absolutely never. He was, he is so, was so not my type, but it was just the idea of her feeling like there was a safety between the three of us. And now all of a sudden, she lives with me. She, I'm her roommate, and he literally practically lives with us because he's here 24 hours a day. Well, guess what? They were not over at the house very often. I pretty much had an apartment to my house to myself for a year, which I did not hate. Um, but it made everything so beyond weird. And I never told them that I saw that book <gasps> because I'm like, this is going to be even weirder if I bring this up to her and say... Hey, just so you know, I know that your boyfriend's the most sexually attracted to me out of all your friends. Which, for the love of God, I'll never know why. Again, jealous person. Why would you why would you put yourself in that position and ask that question of a partner? That's just wild. If you don't want to know, don't ask. If you don't want to know, don't ask. I think where people don't think it's gonna upset them until it does. Yeah, I know. I just I this is a rule. it's kind of what remember what Lisa Vanderpump was saying where she was just like it's not going to be the same once it actually happens it's true I, I try to live by this rule yeah. if my relationships are just I know I know that um, I maybe tend to not get as jealous I'd used to be so jealous but just in general I tend not to pose questions to my partner that I think there's even a small chance that I am going to get defensive about or not ready to hear mm-hmm. like i'm not you yeah. can't put your partner in those situations and put the pressure on your partner and try to create yeah. a safe space for your partner to be honest knowing that there's a chance that you might not have a great reaction to it a little drunk and so you're like come on who would you fuck most of all of our friends I know. and I then know. you're like ah <laughs> i would highly suggest Just asking that yeah. question unless you uh are going to get turned on by it unless See, you like the idea of having that conversation and like but i i don't get turned on but like i've asked gray that question before i don't actually remember who he said don't remember um yeah i have no idea but it like it didn't turn me on but it just also didn't bother me because i just feel like sexual attraction is something you just can't help it's like there's gonna you be- can't help it like he asked it. me about which one of his friends and I was like, yep, I know exactly who yeah. it is. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's, I, I should say there's a different conversation between sexually attracted to and like emotionally <laughs> attracted like, to. Like who would you be most likely to be in a relationship yeah, with out yeah. of my friends? That's definitely a different question. Well, the fact of the matter is this, is that the book that they filled out, there were numerous Wait, questions. Wait, have you and Evan answered this to, to each other? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't bother you. Oh, no, it doesn't bother me. But it would have it would have absolutely used to bother me. D- d- and honestly, I, I will say this. I'll be vulnerable with you. It would have depended on who he said. Um, 
if there was a chance that I felt like there was mutual attraction, mm. it wouldn't mm. have gotten me upset, but I probably would have felt a little uncomfortable, like in group settings, like, or it would have been in the back of my head. You would have been maybe watching their dynamic a little bit. Yeah. I could understand Especially that. because the person that he said was someone that like, they have a very playful relationship. Yeah. Um, so I would have been like, it just would have, it wouldn't have upset me. It just would have been more like, it would have bummed me out that I would have been more aware of it because I love their relationship. They have such a great friendship. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm like, I would have just been gotten in my head too much. Wait, so that was who he said or it wasn't? It was. Oh, it was. But mm-hmm. then it didn't bother you? It didn't because I don't feel like. Threatened. Yeah, I just don't feel threatened for some reason. Like I said, they're playful and they're flirty and they've always been like that. But. It's just the person doesn't bother me. But I, 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 there, there is that unspeakable thing that for some reason, if maybe it would have been someone else, it might have bothered me. Do you me. think maybe it's because she feels you trust her? Yeah. That's probably what yeah. it is. You trust her and she's yeah. going to be, she would never do anything That's true. That's you, true. You know? Yeah, I fully there's trust some friends her. that are maybe a little more shady. Yeah, where you're a little bit like... <laughs> gonna keep an eyeball on him just like right great i thought that i'd be like when when you guys went to go you know grab dinner with some friends and i wasn't there that i felt you know yeah do you like is there a question of if evan asked you you know exactly who it is like you mean for me yeah you know what's really funny is i literally his friends there is (laughs) no one and when i say no one (laughs) I can tell you people I know oh, that yeah. I'm absolutely yeah. sexually attracted yeah. to, but his friends, no one. Like, I literally have to think of, like, some random person from the past that I'd be like, I guess. Yeah. And it's not even, like, a friend of his. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, 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 it's all, honestly, it's, it's upsetting <laughs> because I'm like, I wish there were a little more. That would be a little fun, but there's nobody. There's definitely people like I've told him, you know, who I know that I'm very attracted yeah. to. Yeah. Would you, are you, are you into like the two, like the two guys threesome or like the kind of more leaning towards the, the gangbang? Basically when you're the only girl with like two guys or three guys. Sure. Yeah, I know. Doesn't that sound like just so fun? It sounds so fun. The if idea, of, trust, the idea of a threesome sounds so fun to me in any in any way. Um, but like this person said, uh, that it ruined her relationship with her best friend and I her boyfriend. That. I I would you know I think we've talked about this before, but if I were to ever um, engage in a threesome, like I would anonymous, it would have to be anonymous. Or like I said, I've said it before, I would love to bring someone who uh, is like a sex worker yeah. in and like have someone who is professional. I know, wouldn't that be fun? It'd be so fun. I think- But not someone I know. I feel like we, I think that that's just fair and safe. Yeah. I think it's just safer. Yeah, it's I, don't, bet. I don't want to, I don't want to do that also to like put someone who I'm friends with in a position where it could, like I wouldn't think it would ruin the relationship, but I've also what? never experienced uh, sexual intercourse with that person in that setting before yeah so i don't necessarily want to put that person in a situation where i'm like oh no we're gonna be good and then i feel strange afterwards and so then sh- there's should, I, we, I should we cancel the plans we made for this weekend do you think that's best let's just leave them tentative <laughs> <laughs> pencil me in let's just i'm not just just don't cancel it but maybe like yeah 
we'll ca- you, we'll 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 check in a couple hours before and see how we're feeling. <laughs> I agree with the friend thing. Like yeah. I, I I would have sex with like I would feel much more comfortable if it was like a man on my partner's side mm-hmm. of friendship. I'm like, you guys deal with that drama, you know? Like yeah, that's not yeah. my problem. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to involve, I don't mm-hmm. think, any of my friends no. either. That's just Yeah. I don't know. I just it just feels like it could get co- like it could be really good, but it also feels like it could get complicated. Yeah, I would love to have like a threesome or foursome though with some of Grayson's male friends. Oh, for sure. I mean, shoot me a call. <laughs> Hit me up. I mean, like you, tr- you know, you like know they're safe and you trust mm-hmm. them and all that. And then like, yeah, if it fucks up your guys' relationship, on that's 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 on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's your guys' vibe. I'm just an outsider coming in. That's your guys' whole situation. <laughs> but I'm seeing, but I'm I'm also I'm seeing a couple I'm seeing a couple um, situations here that involve hooking up with friends, and yeah. most of them are saying it ended the relationship. So take it as you will. Obviously, <sighs> it, a deep a deep amount of communication is needed before it seems anything involving a friend and a threesome is involved yeah what about what about um what do you think about the ones that what do you think about the ones the guys talk i don't even know if i want to open this can of worms but the boys talked about the girls who like you know purposely got pregnant and like their boyfriends didn't know because i'm seeing some of that like now like i'm trying to get pregnant right now my fiance doesn't know he does want kids but not for another two years i'm not okay with that it's yeah, it's totally non-consensual. It's completely non-consensual. And unless, yeah, it's completely non-consensual. I, I yeah, that's going to be a no for me. You, you can't do that. I feel like I subconsciously did it when Gray and I got pregnant with Ruth. Okay, but that we was... We talked about that. Yeah, but it was definitely not intentional. Like, mm. it was subconscious. Mm. You felt like it was intentional that you got pregnant? When I don't you got feel pregnant? like it was like, I want to get pregnant with him. I feel like in the back of my head, I was like, but what if like it happens? Like, this would be interesting. Let's just do it. Just like, yeah, everything's fine. And in my head, I was like, oh, okay. maybe I'm gonna. And I think that that's maybe your. I don't think that's right. I think By that's the way, your... I want to clarify. Like, I don't, I, I'm not saying that's right. But I also think that that's, that uh, there was a part of that where that's like, you're also, you're thinking constantly. And I think you map out potential scenarios uh, about everything. That's yes. Welcome to my life. Right. <laughs> so like when you're having a sexual encounter, you're thinking about every scenario, yeah. a possible scenario in a sexual encounter is getting pregnant. So to me, that's just you're processing everything versus I am with someone who does not want to be pregnant uh-huh. and I'm going to secretly try to get pregnant. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so that's a difference too. Like, I feel like I told him like, okay, just ejaculate in me even though I knew like I might be ovulating mm-hmm. and he made that choice to do that anyway, which is I, like, that's not right. But I also think like, that's not right, period. And we, he and I have talked about that. But I feel like that is different than being like, I'm taking my birth control, babe. I or mean, like you, poking holes in the condom, like that's pretty diabolical. Yeah, he knew he was. He knew he was taking a risk. He knew he, he was still wasn't on birth control. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It was communicated. You're not on birth control. You are taking a risk. He could have pulled out. You said do it, and he consented. Yeah. Versus, 
I am taking birth control and you're actually taking like a he's sugar like, pill. He's, yeah, he's like, we're good, babe. You're like, we're good. He's like, show me your tongue. <laughs> and then you literally have a sugar pill on it. You're That's just what like, does. He's like, yeah. this is like in prison. We're going to put the, you, uh, show me, I'll lift up your tongue. Uh, okay. You're like, okay. All right, I'm, I'm taking it. <laughs> no, that that to me, uh, uh, no. That's, I truly don't want to get pregnant right now, by the way. I just want to make that clear to everyone. <laughs> You're like, I'm really not trying. Really? That's that's a cutting cutting a hole in a condom. Like, I mean, come yeah. on. Like that 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 is it's so it's so wrong. It's so wrong. I almost have always oh, this is a controversial take, but I almost have a little bit more like this guy says he doesn't want to do it for two more years, but he does want to have kids with her. And like I could have a little bit more grace for that. I know that's kind of fucked up, but I do have a little more grace for that. Oh, you mean just because he's he's saying like I want to have kids with you, but he's doing that whole thing where like it's not the right time but, right now. Ah, uh, yeah, no. To me, it's just, I mean, I, I think it is wrong. It is wrong. It's all wrong. Right. Now, now, now. Granted, if someone's like, I never want children, <gasps> and you do that, that is that feels more extreme but or they it's haven't consented wrong. to having kids with you like you know that's a different oh, well, scenario yeah. other than this no. person being like i, I want to have children no, with you it, one's <sighs> more extreme right but all, all you're wrong. right you're right you know that, what i it's mean 100 percent true you're <laughs> it's right. all wrong but one one feels more uh terrible yes that's that yeah that 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 was some wild shit when then uh, I've also seen a lot saying like, oh, I can't like I was didn't think I was able to come with guys or like I never able was with like three guys or only two guys have ever made me come and neither of my boyfriends have like. I just want to throw out some stats with you. Throw out those stats, baby. I'm probably going to fuck up all of them. I could look them up right now, but I saw a stat the other day that was like 90 something percent of women can come on their own. And it's like only something like 40 something or 60 something. Anyway, way less of a percentage can come with a partner. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Honey, there's nothing wrong with you. No. No. Who's the common denominator? (laughs) Well, I guess you're the common denominator, but who's the... How is the scenario shifting? It's the other person. Yeah. Which I don't... And also when people say that, I feel like they're like, tell your boyfriend to try harder. Just a little thing from from Becca's corner, Mm -hmm. from my opinion. Mm -hmm. Generally, that shows me is that one, your boyfriend actually might be trying too hard. Yeah, sure, sure. And my advice is, one, bring in a toy. And two, take everything 10 times slower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take 10 times as long before you allow someone to touch your genitals. Mm-hmm. And because um, that's the thing that guys always do. They're like, here, we've been making out for two minutes. Let me finger you. Sometimes it's great. But if you're someone who that, that is having a hard time yeah. coming during sex, mm-hmm. I would recommend maybe setting a rule like let's you have to wait at least this amount of time before you're allowed to, because that can really arouse you to have like a little bit more of a tease longer. Mm-hmm. Take everything slower and remember that there's nothing wrong with you. It's just you might not be, uh, there might be too much pressure on you or you might not be comfortable enough to amen relax with enough yeah. for this person to come amen amen self ex- exploration is also always wonderful and figuring out maybe the way that you can uh make yourself come via you know whether it be but that's the thing it says 90 something percent of women can already come on their own no i know so i'm saying if you if you can find different ways to make yourself come on your own and maybe find the one that you feel most relaxed in that you can then bring your partner in on it too because i know there are some ways that like i can get off that that feel more complex or even more like 
I don't know if I'm fully relaxed having a partner do this to me. Oh, yeah. But there are other ways that it's like, oh, I can come this way and I can easily kind of feel comfortable directing a partner, like literally hold this toy and we're mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not this whole like, OK, well, you know, because there's some ways where you're like, OK, if I put a finger here and then I put another finger yes. here and then I do that, and it's just like a whole thing that it's like you don't necessarily want to have to explain all of that to someone because it just feels like too much. Yeah. And I can speak from experience just like with my like when I was younger, too, I always felt a lot of pressure if someone was like watching me i could literally be doing the exact same thing that i would Mm -hmm. be doing and having someone else there and feeling the pressure of them being there would be enough where i could be doing the exact same thing i'd be doing alone but i'd be like i'm not feeling any kind of Mm -hmm. like turned on sensation because like it's so much pressure so you know i feel like it all comes down to relaxation yes it could be something as simple as and by the way this is the this sounds like the most ridiculous thing ever but i was having a conversation with a friend the other day It could be as simple as turning the goddamn lights off Mm -hmm. because my girlfriend was like has been struggling, you know, uh, like orgasming with with her partner. And and I ended up finding out that they tend to always have sex midday. So the natural light is coming in. So, you know, you just so much awareness fully exposed. And so, yeah, if you're trying to relax. A lot of people cannot relax. I know I I have to be I have to be in a very specific mood to have like the light pouring in and being sensual and sexual and like orgasm freely I have to be in a very specific place I do much better when the lights at least are when it's dimmed or it's dark or whatever so that you can just like exactly like what you're saying when it doesn't feel like someone's watching you Yeah, I also think like for people like for me having like a little bit of sexual trauma, what really helps me is to set boundaries so I know what to expect. Mm -hmm. So sometimes like something that could be really helpful for you is talking before with your partner and be like, next time I have sex, I actually don't want you to do any penetration or like touch me with your hands at all. But I would love if you massaged my breasts while making out with me and maybe you could be touching yourself. Meanwhile, I would be touching myself or using a vibrator. Mm -hmm. And that could still be like a really hot sexual encounter that doesn't have to be this thing where you're like laying on your back, getting penetrated and trying to make yourself come and doing all of that. That can be so too much. There can be like really central ways. Him sitting behind you while he's massaging your nipples and kissing your neck while you're using a vibrator on yourself. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of things that you can do. And I think a lot of times there's just, that's something that's just really helped me. Because sometimes you can feel really out of control yeah. with someone on top or with someone doing penetration or someone. That's, it just can be too much. That's so good. I Yeah. And I I like the idea too when you're when you're talking about exploring different ways and also like slowing down like there's also just like no rush there's also no rush to do anything more than what you're comfortable with ever like if you're especially if you're with a partner you have an infinite amount of time to have sexual encounters yeah take it from someone who's been with the same person for 14 years (laughs) I've been with the same person for 14 years, okay? <laughs> Me. <laughs> uh, like there you have if 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 you don't feel comfortable with like more than making out and someone massaging like you were saying like massaging your breasts and yeah. that's just where you are over and over and over again, don't put pressure on yourself to do anything more than that. You all have plenty 
Like, I mean, that that's what I just feel like. I feel like there's a lot of times this rush in our, especially in our culture of like, you know, penetration. Yes. And yes, like, exactly. You guys, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's okay. Yep. You got plenty of time. Just ease your way into whatever you're comfortable yep. with. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> someone said, I can't find it, but someone said something where it was like, I had anal in a subway, like enough said. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They said I had anal on a gravestone. Whose? Is that, do you think that's wrong? Oh. Oh, golly. I feel all sorts of way about, all sorts of ways about that. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm dead, have anal on my grave. Yeah, I'm That's a little. Me. Bit, I'm That's like, me. That's I'm just like, me. Yeah, for me, I'm like, I, I mean, uh, I'm dead. I'm. I, there, there's no awareness to me. But like, I know some people would be like, like, don't do not disrespect. Like, that's like my family's, my grandfather's tombstone. I mean, and that, I would be really mad if someone had anal on my grandpa's tombstone. Like, really mad. But he doesn't I can't know. Speak I don't for know. my grandfather, Look, but like, I wouldn't care. I'd be a little bit like Boppy loved some, you know, loved people anal? enjoying themselves. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. But he loved, and he loved a relationship. He loved a romance. So, <sighs> yeah, I mean, ignorance is bliss, right? If you don't yeah. know if the dead person doesn't know, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, I mean, technically, I guess it is your property. You like own that. So it's like, ugh. but I wouldn't mind. That's for sure. I don't know. Even if I did, even if I had awareness after death, I'd be like, go for it. Enjoy. No, me too. Enjoy your youth. <laughs> Enjoy I your time with the days. I remember the days when I was alive. You know what I mean? Like, uh, let's see if I can just find one or one or two more good ones. I know I have a few. Um, I have. I like this one. It's just fun. Someone said, while well, having sex, I imagine myself as someone my husband is cheating with. And I just, I think that's fun. Good for you. Yeah. I think that that's fun. That's a great way to introduce some sort of like, you know, fun fantasy. internal role play yeah. a little bit. I love it. I was really pushing role play this weekend with all of my friends too. <laughs> this is, I think people, and I know we've talked about before. I see we have the same conversation conversations again and again, but it's because they're fun. So sorry. It's what, it's but like, um, <laughs> glance down at these every once in a while and this person's like y'all gonna talk about me fucking a cop on the police boat in the middle of the lake or (laughs) when they said fuck the police she (laughs) took that literally she took it literally and she did it on the water on a police boat i want this story on a a police boat that sounds hot god anything honestly even at sea i don't think i've ever had sex at sea come on lake cops Sound they sound like cops seem unproblematic. I feel like that sounds the fuck are you doing on the lake? My brain feels like it's a lifeguard, but I could be very wrong. I (laughs) really don't. There's like police. Okay, I don't really know. I do know that my mother was um, recently on a lake um, and did get pulled over by a lake police and didn't have a great experience. Oh, um, but you know, okay, never mind. No, take back. No, it wasn't a terrible experience, it was just kind of a rude experience, but she, um. She got a ticket because she didn't have a license to fish and she was fishing. Oh, that, they take that very seriously. They take it very seriously. And you know what, guys? You should get your licenses to fish or hunt because all of that money goes towards these outdoor programs that are very not funded by the government. So buy your fish license and oh, buy your hunting license because they go to preservation and go to really, really important things that are super, super underfunded. Oh, that's good to know. I, I'm going to pass on to my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wasn't upset about the ticket. She just really didn't know. 
So yeah. she's out there with her poles. A lot of people don't know. And her boyfriend. Yes. And she's just, just like, trying to have some fun. She's just trying to have some, have some fun. fishy fun. They have no idea. And yeah. they're just trying to fish. And then the police comes up and my mom's just like, I don't understand. And I'm like, oh, God. Um, Both my cousins work for, you know, wildlife departments. And they're, and Gray was like, it's not really that big of a deal. Can't we just go hunting? And they were like, you buy that goddamn license. The amount of underfunding we have, like this wow. is uh, how we get a lot of our funding to make sure these outdoor areas stay accessible. I didn't know that. That's good to know. Anyway, That's really good to know. What I was going to say was with the role play, like you were saying, yeah. I think a lot of people picture role play as having to, <laughs> sorry, I just saw one. Go ahead. See, I know when you're looking at me, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> people picture it as you being like, I'm a maid. Hello, darling. Like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonjour. Yeah, like, just no, like I'm not doing that shit. Like a like a, a pirate. Yeah, I I'll I think do it sometimes. Get the wrong idea. I think the much more approachable way to start is when you're making out. You're already having sex time, and you're just like, imagine if like we were in this place. Like, imagine. I said this the other day. I was like, imagine if this was our first date. Like, how would you kiss me? Like, if we were watching a movie right now and you were trying to make a move. Oh. What a fun, it's like, so fun. Even if like you're making out and you could do something as simple as like, you know, if someone's joking around and was like, hey, nice to meet you. That's all. You, that's the only way that you have to start it. Mm. If you're feeling a little uncomfy, but you want to try role play next time you guys are making out, just kind of joke around or even walk up and kind of just be like, hey, I'm Jess. Nice to meet you. And it's literally the only like it's so simple. And maybe that's literally where it ends. But there's still kind of this thing in your mind where you're like, oh, we're kind of like introducing ourselves to each other. And you can just let it die there and then see what you're comfortable with next. See, I can't do that. I, can't, I personally really? can't do that. But what we do is we just like, we don't actually talk as the person. Because to me, I just can't. I just can't. I'm like, I'm in theater. Oh, no, but I mean, I mean more like, I don't even mean more or not like, as the person, but like, I can't talk in a fake scenario. I mean scenario. more like in like a, in like a, in a, like a, you know, like in a joking way when you're in a scenario. I, know, I get it. Yeah. And it's a little bit like, uh, you know, someone like you're you're with a, your partner or whatever, yeah. and you're like, "Are you going to buy me a drink yeah, or what?" Yeah, 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 like yeah. kind of joking yes. around in that yes. way, yes. and then kind of just even just let it be there. I think that's wonderful. You know? I was just gonna say for some reason I can't do that, but but we just do the whole like, well, what if you were this? What if I was this person? What would you do right now if I was this? And person? you just start it, yeah. and that can be like a little bit like more approachable, I think, for some people. Yeah, see, and and I'm a little more the other way where I'm like, if I'm under the the uh, the pressure of trying to come up with a specific, like, be, be honest about the scenario I'm thinking <laughs> yes. of. I'm a little more embarrassed of like, is he gonna like, like what it if or I not? Was Jack Sparrow. What are your if you thoughts know, you know. on if I was the octopus? <laughs> okay, what was the one you glanced over? Where your eyes? I lit just up? saw. Just tell me. Just tell me. Just tell me. One time, I fucked a priest, and it was the kinkiest sex of my life. Oh yeah, this is what the guys talked about. The guys no, read this one. No. Listen to how crazy this is. They talked about it on a previous episode. Oh my God. And then someone put that confession down and I don't think they saw it. They were talking about... Are you sure? I'm almost they, No, they were just talking about a sexy priest, I think. I think it was... I think they read it. Are you sure? One. Almost... No, I, I know it was. I feel like it was, that was like the episode the week before. They were we talking about a sexy priest. We listened to it in the RV. Priest. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm okay. pretty sure they read this one. Even if they didn't, regardless, the sexy priest thing... Ah... Uh, Hot. I mean, if anyone's seen Fleabag, that's I all never you watched need to season know. two, but I guess I should. It's just so good. Yeah, Woof. I like Fleabag. Woof. That's definitely pick one profession or like one thing that you're going to uh, like. 
you're you're going to want to have sex with this person in this profession scenario role whatever are we talking about like um a specific fantasy like uh like priest or are we talking about um you yeah. know i find the most like the profession i find to be like the most attractive i want you to tell the thing in the scenario so i want to be like you know like you said a priest in a church or um a grocery store manager in the in the safeway bathroom <laughs> i definitely kind of am drawn to the idea of like something being abroad like where it's not near my home so it feels i thought you meant abroad like chatty broad i was like it's abroad i was like what oh my god tea Boring. yeah or just like yeah somewhere that's like away from my home so i'd be thinking Have you ever done that no an, a- oh, an absolute nightmare going on a trip by yourself to a tropical location and just hopping on the back of someone's motorcycle and staying at their is, house it is one of my biggest regrets that i that i missed that that is something that this i would love to life. do i would like oh god and that's something i would love to do um no so i would say maybe like this is so cheesy but i don't know why this keeps coming into my brain is like being on a cruise ship and someone like on the staff like yeah. kind of like randomly walking around, you know, you're always like in your little team and you're flirting with like one of the cute uh, staff members. Yeah. Like throughout the week. Yeah. And then like, it's like, you know, it's dark and then you like have sex on like the bow of yeah. the ship. Yeah. Mm. I love that. That's mm. fun. Thank you. Uh, when I, when we went on a cruise ship, when I was a teenager, I was definitely like dreaming of having just some other guy, some, some other guy my age to like meet on the cruise ship and we could just like sneak off and like, oh yeah just do fun things together i also in my in my uh coming from a religious background and all of that fun stuff there is definitely a thing in the back of my head that's like oh uh having sex with like a pastor at like a christian youth camp oh i mean like as an adult now like (laughs) literally going and being like oh not a predator when you're in junior high like like me being like oh i you know like you're a counselor or something i'm also a counselor or like i'm on the worship team or whatever and like the hot pastor like having sex with the hot pastor i'm into that right i'm definitely and like nobody can find out because you guys would both get like fired or whatever Uh because like you can't have sex before marriage Uh uh-huh Okay, we got to end it there, but... Uh, oh, one more question, one yes, more question, yes, one more question. Yes, yes. Um, I saw a couple, it made me think of it, I saw a couple confessions about, uh, like, DM slides and stuff. Have you ever had a, a DM slide that is, a, like, a salacious story or whatever, or something where, I'm trying to think, like, something where, like, you slid into somebody's... Just, you know, I have to get on my thing in seven minutes. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Where I've ever went. We can end it. If you just, just ask it real quick. No, if you've ever slid into like the DMs of someone, uh, maybe, I don't know, someone of celebrity and had like some back and forth. I'm not a DM slider. Okay. All right. I'm open to the DM sliding, but mm-hmm. no. But you're not. No. Okay. All right. I would love to hear the confessions though. Maybe for a different time. <laughs> if anyone has any. A, I have a <gasps> DM slide confession that maybe we'll save for another time. Can't wait. <gasps> so excited uh well broads we love all of you so much and um we will first of all thank you so much for sending us some of your confessions Mm -hmm. and being open and vulnerable and honest with all of us we love you all and uh make sure to tune in 
tomorrow to catch the bros recapping Katie's season. Um, oh, and yeah. yeah, we'll chat soon. Chat soon. Bye.